Hi, I'm Nathaniel Coles, and you're listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Holy Owned and Operated, created by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. 100% unscripted. It is also produced by my older brother, Andrew. This podcast is my parents talking about our faith, what they believe, and how they share it, but also about how they've messed up, and how to help you not mess up in your faith. Combined, they have over 60 years of strong Catholic faith and commitment. They walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, how to live in this world, but not of it, science and faith, and a formidable repertoire of music, the same way they talk about and live it at home, where I hear it every waking hour of every day. They also share their stumbles and falls, many of which you are probably familiar with. This podcast is completely unscripted and unedited, and, as such, it is just them talking, as they always have, to me for over a dozen years. And I hope that you are able to get a piece of what I have gotten all my life. Now, from Holy Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher. Lord God, we glorify you and offer ourselves to you, and we are so grateful for the gift of life and this world that you've created. Help us to use what you've given us to your glory and honor. Help us to be instruments of your grace and our listener to be blessed in this time. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty. Alrighty. Is my light on? Yeah. Don't want to run out of battery. Yeah. I guess I'll check mine, too. Since we're checking. Good idea. Yep, I'm good. good I still idea. got three bars on my battery. All right. Anyway, it's good. It's got three bars. Tell you what. I'm saddled up to one. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Whew. I don't even have a cold one in the fridge, and you got three bars? Jeez. <laughs> That's like Andrew at lunch today saying he wants the top shelf. Top right? shelf. I'm looking. I'm like, what are you talking about? Now I look behind me. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize the place had a bar. The place has a bar, and they have top shelf. Which is really weird because he's yeah. he's never. Like, no, he's not. He's. Yeah. Christopher's had some wine before. Nathaniel's. I'll try anything. Yeah. Andrew's like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some coffee. Yeah. <sighs> Anyhow. Yeah. So. Oh, yes, faith and reason. Faith and reason. We kind of promised that last week. Yeah, we did. So, so cuz so you put that uh, on your on your wonderful list. My my magic list of yep. topics, right? And we don't think that we've really talked about that. Um, 
And if we have, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it bears repeating. <laughs> yeah, yep. it does, it does. I think, you know, we, uh, a lot of times um, we, we kind of separate our spiritual thoughts and things, practices, from our intellect, from our, um, the rest of our life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we think it's for Sunday. And, yeah. Or what have you. Or, or just, this is my prayer time, and it's separate from all the other stuff, right? And you need that, but at the same time, it should be that your prayer life and Sunday should flow into the rest of everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've talked about the Eucharist uh, quite a bit. It is known as the source and summit of our faith. Um, and so we go up the mountain to the summit. We receive the Eucharist. That's our source. It feeds us. And we go down the mountain and out into the world. And we live our faith within our daily, everyday life. So, faith and reason. Pope John Paul II wrote Absolutely. a whole encyclical um, called Fides et Ratio, which is faith and reason. That's the Latin. Okay. And in that, he said, faith and reason are two wings mm-hmm. of the, and now I can't remember the whole quote, but it's yeah, essentially... Essentially, it's a beautiful quote. We'll find it and put it in the show notes. I'll, I'll find it and send you it. Oh, send it to Andrew. Or send it to Andrew and put it in the show notes. Anyway, um, I've decided that's the quote that's going to go on the back of our far out t-shirts. Huh. Um, yep. So, but the point is, you can't really have one without the other. Yeah, you can't have okay? a whole... Um, you can't have a one-winged dove. Right. You have a white-winged dove. Uh, yeah. Sings a song. Sounds like I'm oh. saying. Now. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you know, it's been a while since you've had a music. Um, yeah, I have, I have restrained uh, myself. Lyric. <laughs> it has been a refrain I haven't <laughs> taken advantage of. Uh, 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 wow. Yeah. Um, yep. Or maybe it's the only one I have taken advantage of. So when we were, when when God created man, he created man in his image and likeness. Okay? Yes. That's what Genesis says, and that's what we believe. We believe that God created us in his image and likeness. And God doesn't have a body until Jesus became incarnate and became man. But when God created humanity, there was no physical body that is the image and likeness. It's the fact that God has intellect and a will. That's how we're different from the animals. Okay? Yep. We are physically an animal. We belong to the animal kingdom. We are mammals. Right? I can take you down through the whole taxonomy. Yep. But we don't have time for that. 
But what makes us different and what makes us like God is that we have intellect and a will. And that's reason. We can think. We can think about thinking. We can think about uh, concepts and ideas right. and faith. Right. Faith is, first of all, a gift from God, but it's also our response to God. And we have faith in God, but we also have this beautiful faith passed down through the church that has all of the doctrines and dogmas and all the all the things that we believe, right? We profess our faith right. with at, a lot of at with, church. A, with a lot of reason. Right. And so when we profess our faith in mass or when we pray the creed anytime, okay? Credo, I believe, right? We're stating kind of just, we're going down a, a laundry list of things that we believe, okay? But why do we believe it? You know, um, well, okay. we, we talked about why we believe it last time. Well, we, okay. So, uh, go ahead. I'll jump in because I don't want to get too pedantic, but yeah. we, we, we believe it because it's true. Right. Um, and from... Irenaeus to Augustine to Aquinas to John Paul II mm -hmm. uh, to Benedict the Sixteenth. Yeah, um, the the faith has been uh, infused and and uh, taught from and bolstered by a bedrock of reason. Yes. Um, first of all, the um, hundreds, thousands of people saw the resurrected Jesus. Yep. Okay. So the, um, you know, we only get that he appeared in the upper room. You know, we do know that he appeared to 500. Yes. Um, and uh, the there's there's nobody, none of those people are saying, no, he didn't. You know, yeah. um, and there, there's no ar argument against that. So the, the, f the, the first thought is that, okay, this happened. That's not natural. Right. That's <laughs> supernatural. It is. Okay, somebody's behind it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the, um, the, the rest of faith has to kind of reason with that mm -hmm. to figure out, okay, so we believe this. How does that bring us back to Jesus. How does that uh, coincide with or comport with the risen Lord? Um, and uh, we, we know that that absolute truth is there and it takes reason to explain it because faith on its own, blind faith, is is a sin because there's no thought that goes into it. Well, I believe it because I'm supposed to believe it. Right. No, that's not faith. No. That's irresponsibility and laziness. Yeah. Blind faith is what you find in cults, you know, yeah. that, that lead people to drink Kool-Aid. 
you know, yeah. and commit mass suicide. That's and, and, not faith. And, that, and, that's and not that's, the faith that we're called to. Right, because the faith that we're called to, because those those kind of faiths, those those cultish faiths, those die out right. when the charismatic leader dies. dies. Yep. The faith that we're called to is the faith that call, that has called people to die for someone who died. 2,000 years ago. The yeah. difference is he rose, he rose again. again. Okay. Right. One of the, one of the parts of my faith journey, my reasoning was where else is there a faith tradition uh, that believes in uh, somebody who was killed, <laughs> literally yeah. murdered um, by, the, by the state and another faith tradition and uh, the people stuck around. Yeah. Not only do they stick around, they increase their numbers. And not only do they increase their numbers, but they died for this person. When there's nothing in it for them to die unless there's something in it. Yeah. And then it, it continued. Like that first generation of believers died and were killed. Mm-hmm. But then the next generation of believers kept believing. Right. And through they, the centuries, through millennia. They keep dying today. Today. And the, so there has to be a thought of why. Yeah. And only reason will bring us to the answer to that conclusion. Why. Yeah. And where faith and reason intersect is where the church has always been. Yes. Um, and so, the, I mean, the church uh, instigated the scientific method, Yep. for instance, saying that you can't just believe that, you know, if you leave a grain of basket, a, a basket of grain in a room, then, you know, it will spontaneously generate mice. Right. And that's one of the things that led uh, led to the scientific method because people didn't. I mean, I know it sounds silly now, but people thought that's what you could that's, do. That's, well, you know, you have to have observation. You have yeah. to have results that you can test. You know, and stuff like that. And it turns out, well, no, it's just the mice found the grain yeah. that you left in the room. Right. You know, um, so the. The church demanded this, and you know, well, what about you know Galileo and and all that sort of stuff? Well, the church asked him not to publish things until it was peer-reviewed and proven. Yeah, you know, um, that 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 was it. You know, don't confuse the people unless we know it's true. Yeah, and the church, that's why the church is always slow <laughs> and deliberative, yeah. you know, on, on anything. Yeah. And the, the, we need to understand too, that the church is not a scientific organization either. Right. Okay. The church is, is their realm is faith and morals. They, they teach on faith and morals. Right. Right. And the, the, the reasoning of, of why we believe things and what God is teaching us 
is is thought about, it's questioned, it's studied. Um, you know, you, you mentioned St. Thomas Aquinas, and he applied philosophical reasoning to theology. Right, because reasoning is not just science right. in, in terms of the hard sciences, like, right. you know, like, like, like the scientific method. Yeah. So, yes, so, philosophy, psychology, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, all sorts. Yep. And so when, when St. Thomas Aquinas wrote his Summa Theologica, um, and then toward the end of his life, he's like, this means nothing. It's just, you know, yeah. drivel, chaff. Um, well, the church said, no, this is some really good stuff. <laughs> um, and, and the, the church, the magisterium has utilized that work to help it further its understanding of the mysteries of the faith and help us today to learn more and to deepen our faith based on our intellect. Right. Okay. Um, the, 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 the teaching about the dignity of the human person, you know, We've, we've talked about that. We've done podcasts on that. Mm -hmm. um, that, in, in some ways, it's like, well, yeah, duh, it makes sense. Well, why does it make sense? Because of our intellect and our reason, okay? Um, the, and getting into the, the details, I mean, you can read books and books and books and books about it. That's using our reason to dive deeper, right? right? Do we need all of that to believe that the human person, every single human person has dignity and a soul? No. But does it help some people to increase their faith and belief? Yes. Sure. You know? Does it help us to formulate better um, better laws yeah it does mm -hmm. you know that so it's it's utilizing our our intellect and our will to align ourselves with God's intellect and will well and it's 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 having an informed conscience right because the the church helps us to inform yeah. our conscience because when yeah. when folks like a, like a joe biden or nancy pelosi say that they're in their their conscience tells them that abortion is right well it's a poorly formed right conscience uh, yeah. you know um because their conscience may be telling them that but it's not an informed conscience yeah. you know um when uh when when they can say every American should have the right to choose, they're leaving out the Americans in the womb. Right. You know, that is not reasonable. Right. Okay. Um, that's not informed. And it's, it's, that's, that's simply all it is. It's not a matter yeah. of the government's hands off a woman's body or anything like that. You know, it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's just a matter of reason, mm -hmm. you know, a reasoned and a reasonable, a reasoned conscience and a reasonable person would come to the reasoned conclusion that it's wrong. Even, even using 
the arguments that someone may use for for the practice, like every American should have the right, you know, well, okay, if, let's let's make it every American. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and yep. so those are fairly cut and dried, easy yep. uh, ar- arguments. Um, and it, it, the the reason uh, reason is not emotional. Uh, you Correct. Know, and faith can become emotional, uh, and and should when, you know yes. as as we grow in our love yeah. for the Lord and for the truth. Um, but uh, reason keeps our emotion mm-hmm. in check from you know I, you know like I think I mentioned to my brother. You know, yeah. and his saying that Jesus has nothing to do with this. <laughs> well, okay, reason tells us that Jesus has everything to do right. with everything. everything. You know, yeah. um, and if that's the case, then we need to step back and understand what does love your neighbor mean. I think I mentioned what his, yeah. you know, his beef was. You know, you know, lo- love our neighbor, and you know, take, you know, go and talk to our neighbor, and take two or three with us you know, the next time. You know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it, as a matter of reason. As opposed to letting our emotions get a hold of us and where he wanted to treat the person the same way that he had been treated, you yeah. know. Well, that's a satanic look at the golden rule in terms of, because the, the, the satanic faith says, do unto others before they do unto you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the golden rule is to do, under, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah. Um, and uh, treat people the way you want to be treated, you know. Not treat people the way you think they're going to treat you, you know? Yeah. Um, because our emotions get in the way and we think people are going to be mean to us. Right. Yeah, so reason is such an important part of, of faith. Um, yeah, I remember two guys coming to us, gosh, over 20 years ago now, saying, man, we just had a wonderful experience. We want to be baptized again. And I had to reason with them yeah. <laughs> that... You know, and they weren't Catholic, so I couldn't tell them this is a good time for confession and reconciliation. <laughs> right. You know, um, I mean, I did tell them that, but because yeah. that's like a rebaptism for me, you know. Right. Um, and uh, but they they couldn't reason that you know they'd been their baptism had washed them of that original sin. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, you have to the, the faith and reason are are two wings they are the 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 bulwarks you know Mm -hmm. that uh hold up life yep um without without faith and reason we are animals and a lot of people want to act like animals because they're acting on their emotions or their hormones or whatever yeah um which is what animals do right uh and and those animals as much as we love our family dog are not created in the image and likeness of the Lord. Exactly. And the Lord doesn't doesn't work off emotion. He, he he's it's a pretty reasonable guy, that intellect yeah. and will. You know? Yep. That's what I think. I'm glad you think. Me too. You're I know I love you. Oh thanks. You're the greatest. Thanks. Everybody a short one this week too. Yep.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's wholly, H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization, and as such, are tax-deductible, so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.